I'm Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, who still knows more about seed stitch and moss stitch than actual seeds and moss, but still hopes to get to the root of the murder. Hi, I'm Willow Wilson, and I play Renette Bollinger. I believe that there is something fishy going on. Um, uh, there's something uh, cult foot. There is... Um, uh, we're going to pine the 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 murderer. Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, half-assed, breaking and entering connoisseur. And she sure will surely get our shit together and rose to the occasion, rise to the occasion. Plants, fuck. <laughs> Hi, I'm Guinevere Stevens. I use they, them pronouns. I'm playing Mary Sanchez O'Connor. And I thought that I wanted to do crime for fun in Brindlewood Bay, but I actually just want to go home. I'm Jonah Knight, and welcome to Roll to Metal. This is part six of A Garden Variety Murder. It is written by Sarah Bowling. This mystery can be found in the unofficial Brindlewood Bay Mysteries a three-volume anthology available on DriveThruRPG. You should follow the link in the show notes to buy this mystery and to support this show and to support Sarah. Okay, let's go. Well, moments ago, you all thought it would be a great idea to break into the Blumenthal's house. A few moments later, you thought, maybe we shouldn't do that, and you ran out into their backyard. It's a lovely backyard. There are ponds. There are bridges. There are lilies. There are koi. There are frogs. There are little dragonflies. It's very calm and serene here. And hey, not too far away, under a little tree, sits the second youngest Blumenthal child, Lily. Looks like she's playing with something sitting under the tree. She's two, maybe three. She's a little kid that loves dirt. Does anyone want to take this one? Are we trying to learn something from her? <laughs> I don't know. Kids see weird stuff all the time. I mean, I'm happy to go play in the dirt with this child. Yeah, I, I, I'd say you probably have the best track record with kids. Mary will happily go play in the dirt anytime. Let's do this. Let's I'll go. appreciate the whole childhood thing from a like a, a safe distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ken went back in, into the Herberts, right? Yes. You recently saw Ken going into the Herberts' house in their backyard. So I'm going to just keep an eye on the backyard um, and see if I can spot him leaving. If so, then I'm going to not chase after him necessarily, but briskly walk to get some info if I can. Everything seems kind of calm over there, but Georgie and Mary... Sounds like you kind of walk up to this little girl sitting under this lovely tree. It's been very well cared for. She's sort of digging in the dirt. She looks up at the two of you and says, dig. And then digs a little hole with some uh, garden shears. Oh, no. <laughs> Where did you get those garden shears? <laughs> Georgie, they might look familiar. Oh, my God. It was Lily. Lily did it. <laughs> dig, dig, dig. And she's poking holes in the ground with the garden shears. Mm, she just oh, loves that looks, poking holes. Yep. That looks like so much fun. May I join you? She doesn't look concerned that you're there, but she's very possessive over her shears. So she doesn't mind that you sit down, but she's going to keep digging. Okay. I think Mary will sit down in the dirt next to the little girl cross-legged. Let's do this. I have a knitting needle if you would like to borrow some sort of utensil to dig about in. I actually have a hori hori in my pocket. Oh, perfect. It's like a little <laughs> gardening knife thing. It's a little spade situation. Excellent. Yes, this will be so, fine. <laughs> I wonder. Um, Hey there. I really, really like those garden shears. Do you like my uh, hori hori? She looks at it. Mm -hmm. And she's not, you know, she doesn't have the deepest lexicon. You get the sense that she, she digs it. She likes you your wanna, stuff. 
Do you want to try it? It's a really good digging tool. I think you could roll a day move to see if you could convince her to part with her favorite digging implement. Going to use your presence. Um, I got a four though. Georgie and Mary, well, this child starts to cry. There's a little weeping. There's a little bawling. There's an escalation um, into wailing. You kind of get the impression that if someone walked by, they might think you have done something to her. Hey, look at all this glitter. (laughs) Wow, look at this chunky purple rock that I have in my purse. So what do you do? Get up and I run away as fast as my little bare feet can take me. Like over over one of these little bridges, probably, you know? Isn't there a pathway that connects all the backyards? You know what? There is, but you have to go further into the backyard in order to get to it. Let's do it. You coming with me, Georgie? I would like to comfort this child, but at this moment, I feel like we maybe should just remove ourselves from the situation. We do not have time for this. (laughs) I think you guys got to tag out. Uh, Birdie and I will tag in. Yes, I feel horribly, but... (laughs) Mary, it sounds like you're running further into the backyard across the bridges and Georgie takes three seconds to get up to your feet and then probably have to stretch a little bit before you start to move I follow Mary my feet are not up (laughs) the two of you um, you know all things considered make some pretty good progress into the backyard across a bridge Bertie and Renette you're going through your purses it sounds like looking for things to calm this child Glitter. I'm so sparkly. Kid, don't you like, like, like Elsa? I'm sparkly like Elsa. You like Elsa? You like Elsa? <laughs> I pull out more, like, pebbles and rocks that I probably have loose with, like, crumbs on them from my purse. I'm like, look, this one, this one is a tiger's eye. And it would help you shut the fuck up if you wanted to. Um, if you want to hold it. You've got this, like, I got some rocks for this kid combined with... They love a, rocks. A glitter show. You like Elsa? <laughs> right? Um, uh, let, 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 it, let it go, I think. And as she turns her attention out to the two of you, her eyes get even bigger and her mouth... Gets even louder. She just screams. Yeah, let it go. Ah. That is about when the door to the sunroom flies open. And Phoebe, who you met briefly at the party, her presence and her aura just sort of pushes everyone just a little bit as she exits the house. Her first exclamation is just a long yell of... Ezra! Ezra! I need quiet! And then she sees the two of you. Maybe not seeing the two that are running through her backyard that at this point have gotten pretty close to the secret entrance to the secret path. Hi there! Is your kid? She's lovely. So cute. I need quiet to do my work. We're, we're doing our best. We're trying. We're try, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I was just El- trying to get Elsa. the garden shears away from her. Yeah. So Things I'm just going to take those. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ezra! And she starts stalking up and down the driveway, yelling for Ezra. You're not even going to. You're not even going to. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're more concerned about. Okay. I'm going to keep focusing on. You want my then. keys? Look. I just jingle, jangle my jingle. keys with the two-year-old. Wow, you, you like so, those? They're sparkly. Whoa, you like sparkles? Whoa, they, I drive a car. It's Ooh. it's like a bug, which is in the dirt. You know, that's why they call it a, a beat. It's a... And, and glitter is like dirt, if dirt were better. She does return, Phoebe does, to the two of you and says very loudly, like she's trying to drown out Lily's screaming with her own volume. And I'm not going to try to match it for you here. But in a very powerful voice, she says, 
I have been very tolerant of this whole garden walk. If that's what we do to live here, then that's fine. It's one day a year. The rest of the time, I need my quiet. I need to do my work. I need a controlled environment. So the two of you, please control the garden walk. Where is Ezra? Where is my husband? We're doing our best to control the garden walk. It's it's the kid that was making the noise. And we were just trying to quiet that for you by parenting your child. And up the driveway runs Ezra very fast. And he looks very alarmed. It's all right. I'm here. I'm here. There's no reason. Everything's okay now. Hey, Lily, 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 Lily. It's okay. It's okay. Where'd you get those? Okay. Here we go. We've we've got them. It's all right. Nope. Don't even worry about it. Just casually grabbing the murder weapon. Oh, geez. Try not. Yeah. You try not to give kids sharp implements, please. We didn't get okay. to We found her playing right. with it. We found her like this. Okay. That's why we went it's over. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, baby. It's eyes. Uh, attention is right to Phoebe. It's all right. You know, I just had to go talk to the uh, the the kid down there running the garden walk that's going to be coming through in a minute. I was telling him to be quiet. And I guess, um, I guess uh, we just uh, missed something. But I'm sure everything's going to be good now. Right, baby? Yeah, baby. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, honey. And Phoebe looks around and says, I just need the quiet. I just need quiet. And she goes back inside. Everybody mutters under her breath, soundproofing. I mean. Ezra says, yeah, we did. We did it. We did. uh, We we hired the best soundproofing people. But she has, I I guess, she has abnormally good hearing. And it's kind of a problem for uh, for a lot of us. But it's all right. As long as we're going to we're going to be quiet now. Come on, Lily, baby. Lily, Lily, Lily. He's kind of bouncing her a little bit on one hip with uh, baby Asher hanging off of his chest in a Bjorn. Lily's quieted down, right? Yeah, yeah. She's doing great. She's doing great. Okay. That was something. She can be loud, so we try to keep her outside a lot. It helps Phoebe with her work. It's usually like a, a time of day where the kids are loud, so we try to stay outside during the loud times. And then we go back inside uh, when they're sleeping, usually. So the awake times, yeah, you mean like when when she's awake? Yeah, when they're cognizant. Well, sometimes they're 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 usually awake. Not usually they are they are often awake when they're tired for a period of time. Those sometimes they can also be loud. You know, it's tricky. It's tricky, but um, most of the time I have it figured out. We're making it work. We're making it work. Are we? Yeah. Yeah, this is all I've ever wanted. It's all I've ever wanted. Boy, okay. Well, um, I'm just going to slip you this number. It's to my therapist. Oh. You do you. Okay. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Thanks very much. You just want to maybe, like, think think a little bit about what, 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 your, life, what your life is, you know? That's, uh, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's a perfect life. Mm. I could use a little more sleep. I could use a little more sleep. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you got me yeah. there. You got me there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When yeah. was the last time you slept, Ezra? Uh, earlier today. Earlier today. Yeah. How long did that last? About 20 minutes. I have this whole thing down where I sleep for 20 minute increments five times a day. And that's really all I need. That's not. That's. There's a book. I found a book. I haven't read it. But there's a book about it, about that sleep where, schedule. Where would you find the time? Uh, right, right. I mean, I'm, it does help me stay awake a lot longer, uh, just with the sleep schedule. By not by not sleeping, you stay awake yep, a yep. lot longer. 20 minutes, all you need are 20 minutes. 20 minutes, five times a day, perfect. It's all yeah. humans need. It's all humans need. Well, but I think it's connected to the paleo diet. I haven't read the book yet. So just wondering, just just wondering, have you ever considered, like, daycare or like a babysitter uh, no Every no once in a while so yeah, you can get like no. eight hours sleep like no. once a week maybe well first humans don't need eight hours of sleep it's a myth the second that's is um uh it's i you know i'll give i'll find the book for you it's it looks really good you don't but have to no. also you know i just like being with the kids i like being with the kids that's that's valid that's valid but you know kids need sleep 
Yes. So and, they can grow into adults. And I pretty also still need sleep. That is true. And I, I pretty much watch them the whole time when they're sleeping to make sure everything's okay. I'm going to need you to use that number that I gave you. Yeah. Oh. Well, all right. Give okay. It, give it a call. <laughs> all right. See what happens. Yep. I sure will. I sure will. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Bye you know, now. I'm... I'm not really a fixer, but, like, I'm getting a real strong urge right now. No, nothing to fix here. Okay. Nothing to fix here. We're, I'm going to just great. take these garden shears away from your two-year-old, and... Uh, that would be great. That would be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, try not to give little kids sharp implements. That's, oh, I uh, super didn't. Yep. And you can't you know, you really stop, that. like, blaming but somebody else. I don't... That oh, I'm not, I'm not blaming you. Like, if you don't... If you're but not it sounds like you are, often, and, like... No, 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 no. Respectfully, um... I, it's I'm, not happening with me. I'm, okay? I'm sorry that you're hearing it that way. That is not mm. what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, uh, I'm hearing it. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Loving this conversation, man. I am trying to root for you. Man. Then you went in it. I'm, I'm walking away. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, that's that's okay. I agree. As it's also like, you know, this is now a quiet zone. I got some signs inside to mm-hmm. let everyone know it's a quiet zone. I'm going to bring them out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of signs for you too. All right. See you later. Mary and Georgie, you've made it pretty much to the back of the ponds. You've gotten all the way back. And now that you're here, you can see that there is a little entrance to an odd little path. Some might even call it a hidden path that might snake a semicircular route through the woodland that's behind all of these gardens. If you make that loop, you're pretty sure this Looks like it goes through everyone's back backyards. I do love a hidden path. I also love a hidden path. However, should we wait for our compatriots? When we look back over at the scene, what do we see? From where the two of you are, I mean, you can tell Bertie and Renette's body language at this point, and they seem very annoyed with whatever Ezra is saying. Um, Georgie's cracked phone can still take photos. We established that. Can she text still? Is it just an inconveniently cracked screen? Is that all? There are occasionally some errors, okay. but you can you can uh, send some kind of message. They look kind of annoyed, so I'm sure whatever is happening over there will wrap up fairly quickly, but I'm going to let them know that there's a hidden path over here. We're hanging out until they can come join us. And then Georgie just adds to the text string. Like a little shh emoji, a little plant emoji, pair of people emoji, and a set of four, and that's it. <laughs> Bertie just with one hand sends little dancer back. <laughs> Bertie sends a message, but all that comes through are two little X's. <laughs> Georgie and Mary, here you are on the entrance to this uh, hidden path. Are you going in? Are you stepping onto the path? I think we can step one foot onto the path as long as we don't stay, as long as they can see us. Oh, well, you step one foot onto the path and look around. Tree limbs loom, casting shadows that pitch and kneel in the breeze. The trail is unmarked and has many offshoots, which become increasingly difficult to navigate. You would suspect if you don't know where you're going, You might get lost. Maybe not. Maybe not. How do you know that this path is used regularly? You know how, like, when you walk trails and stuff, if somebody drops something, then somebody else will pick it up and hang it on a tree? I think you can see, like, a couple little things here and there, like a baby sock and a, you know, the strap from a camelback. Yeah. Well, that is definitely the vibe that you get from this hidden path. It'll probably take you into anybody's backyard without being seen, as long as you don't get lost along the way. So we're feeling like this is just a um, a dirt path going through a sort of like overgrown area, right? Yeah, it's okay. not it's have... not like wood chips or or things. I don't like have that. any shoes on. It's true. That's that's my main concern right now. Did you Herbert. take the muddy yeah. boots or were they just clues? Muddy boots oh, were a clue. The muddy sneakers were a clue. 
wouldn't have taken them and wouldn't have been like, here, put these on. <laughs> put on this evidence. See, because that's what I've been imagining. I was like, you've got the clue. They're right there. <laughs> Just put on the murder shoes, y'all. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I, I feel like I do want to go on the path, but let's get your I shoes also want to wait. Yeah. I mean, I want to wait for, you know, our friends to join us. Oh, yeah. We're waiting for them. We just, we're just seeing what we can see. And we can, we can try to get you those shoes first, too. I think it's okay. Okay. I kind of have, you know, investigated the path and it doesn't look like there's anything super pokey on it. Okay. So the two of you are going to wait until you are joined by Renette and Bertie. Yeah. Oh, hey, Georgie. Hey, Mary. Oh, my God. I was totally on Ezra's side for a while, and then he kept blaming us for the murder shears that his two-year-old got, and, like, I can't... I'm I'm not having it. He wasn't listening when we, you know, told that we just... They were... She had them already. I said it, like, four times. Yeah, and he just decided that that we were hearing it wrong and that we we were at fault and that... (laughs) Uh, like I get that he's in denial, but like he's so deep in denial. He's so he. Uh, yeah, he I was a lot about of help. That. All right, so so we don't like him now. Is is that accurate, we, or we're we just not as fully on his side? Not he's he's no angel, but he does need help. Okay, okay. That's I like fair. gave I, him my number for therapy, and then he went okay, and like I don't give people things. So I'm a little offended. He'll crack soon. Yeah. And he'll call that number. It sounds like his behavior is a symptom of that. The larger issues that we've sort of observed about his life. And I yeah. hopefully he'll hopefully he'll seek that therapy. And, you know, yeah, you can leave real, like if I'm telling you to get therapy, then that is already a big issue. That, yes. You just can't make people do stuff before they're ready. Nope, but he, you know, with the best we can do is give him the tools and the resources, and the rest is up to him. Speaking of tools, where do you think Lily got those murder shears? Did she, I, was she like, if that kid was like butting around, you know, climbing the, the, the body, grabbing those shears out of there, should I we mean, go back she, and check on that? Yeah, Are you carrying yeah. the shears right now? Hmm? Oh, yeah, we're carrying the shears, aren't we? Yeah. Can I, can I look at them? Can I investigate Please. them? Yes, you, are. You gardener lady, are very familiar with different kinds of shears, so I leave this to you. Oh, I just wanted to see if there was any blood on them. Oh, well, that too. I also figure it's kind of your area of expertise. Yeah, these are standard, standard Home Depot garden shears. Mm, Home Depot. Yeah, it is easy enough to see that there is some dried blood on them and that they're a little bent. They're also a little um, dirty from being played with in the dirt. Dicks. I'm a little worried she just kept saying dick. I mean, maybe that's a thing that the two-year-old is saying, but it also feels like the little thing that the child in the horror movie is saying Mm -hmm. that actually ends up being a really important clue at the end. That could be a clue. It is true, but also she's two and was digging, so... right. Right. No, you're right. I'm a little paranoid. I'm just... Yeah. But let, let's go check on um, the backyard of the dead body person. Via the hidden path? Why not? It does so just... like we can get there from this path. And what I am kind of wondering is... I don't think, Li- I don't think Lily necessarily left her yard. But if somebody were to have removed the shears and used the hidden path... And mm-hmm. dumped them, she could have easily just have found them in her own That's yard. That's true. Yeah, I was I was thinking we go to the backyard uh, of Oscar and Eugene and see what has been disturbed, mm-hmm. I and like see it. if we can find a path to where where something shady has been happening. Besides, you know, the murder. Hasn't it been like four hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's maybe it's less than that. It's because uh, it was a little before nine, and now the garden tours have just started. It is a little, it's been an hour and a half, less than two been hours. Two months. <laughs> yeah, it's been a few months, actually. That's 
That's a tabletop RPG for you. <laughs> now that the four of you have decided to to traverse this path, who is sort of guiding? I'll guide. Okay. Yeah. Our garden Mary... expert can guide. Okay. I think if Mary guides, Georgie will trail behind and leave wet scraps of yarn so they can find their way back. Oh, okay. Well, Mary, it feels like this is probably a day move to make sure that you keep your bearings and don't get turned around. I think reason. Okay. What could happen if this roll doesn't go very well? So many things. The Earth could open up and swallow us all, and we could end up in Cthulhu land. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of different possibilities. I don't have any shoes on, though, so I might say that I could possibly step on a rusty nail. I think it could be worse than that, because, like, you did definitely start with the Earth could open up and swallow us whole. And then you're like, ha, 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 that wouldn't happen. It's probably just stepping on a nail. Oh, shit. So let's see how the roll goes. What have I done? Okay. No, you're going to step into like a, 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 yeah, like a sinkhole trap and there's a bunch We're gonna of We're going to have to cut your foot off. Mm. I got an eight. Yeah. You know what? You're mostly keeping your bearings here. Uh, there was a rusty nail and you're like, nope, not today nail. And luckily did not step on it. There was a strange little piece of fabric on the path. You're like, it looks like I could step on that. Nope, not today. And everyone walked around it. So it did not collapse into a sinkhole. As you've made your way around, you're like, oh, okay. I think we're just about at Eugene and Oscar's backyard. Here on this hidden path, the four of you come across an old abandoned garden shed. Looks like it was used once long ago, but now it is overgrown. You can see it down this little dead-end path through the brush and brambles. This isn't one of them big box store sheds. Oh, let's go check this out, y'all. From here, you can see that the wood is a little rotten. It's kind of leaning to the side, overgrown with moss and vines. Or you could turn to the right and go right into Oscar and Eugene's backyard. Mary's mesmerized. So you see this little vine right here and just starts walking down the little path. This little guy right here is called Kudzu. Do y'all know about this already? I didn't know that y'all had this so far north, but this is actually not indigenous to the United States. It was imported for the 1883 World's Fair and it completely took over. You see how it just covers the whole structure and makes it look all sunken and weird? It was supposed to be for landscaping. Yeah, it's it's the kudzu that's making it weird and sunken. No, this is a totally normal shed and not a murder shed for sure. This town does seem to have a lot of murders. It does, doesn't it? Anytime you see a weird abandoned placeholder thing, like you you have to not placeholder. Look, I I may have gotten stressed out and ate one of the mushrooms. Um, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> may have or definitely did. No, I need um, to know. Anytime you see a weird abandoned place that has like rusted hinges or is looking dilapidated and spooky, you it's a murder place. Murder things have happened, probably. So first question, are there any mushrooms left? Second question, should we just peek inside just real quick to see if there's anything cool in there? I, think I do we collect, do have to investigate. Dude, I do we, collect antique could... gardening tools. Oh, well, then we have a dual purpose for investigating the shed. One, we're all we're trying to investigate a murder and this could be a murder shed. And two, we got to beef up your collection. I'm hesitant to send you in there, Mary, because you are still as of yet bootless. And I feel like going into a murder shed bootless is just asking for trouble. You know what? That is a fine point. However, could we use these gardening shears to cut through some of this kudzu so we can go through the door? The murder shears. I mean, or should we not? Maybe not the murder. I shears. mean, we don't really use like DNA evidence in this town, do we? I think that that ship has sailed. Everyone Fern just I kind mean, of believes I, anything we say. Yeah. I, so, listen, I've fallen on the shears and bent them. <laughs> Lily played with them. Then you guys grabbed them. Um, true. And now we're holding them and I don't know, just passing them back and forth between the four of us so i just 
our stuff is everywhere on these and I yeah and and we yeah plausible deniability (laughs) I guess we could just yeah we could just use them it just feels weird because we know they're murder shears for a little group of murder investigators y'all are not very good at like the whole like not contaminating the evidence thing huh well we didn't have much of a choice with the whole two-year-old with murder shears thing Mm -hmm. And then the passing them back and forth, that just... Well, <laughs> well you know, at that point, I mean... Yeah, at that point, when in Rome failed. I've watched a lot of SVU. That's all I'm saying. We've mm-hmm. all already touched them, is all, at this point. Yeah, they've all been, have, they've been touched. And, and Ezra has witnessed us, witnessed touching them. us touching yes. them. Fuck it, use it on the kudzu. Yeah, See what happens. Why not? Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, you can use these shears... To cut through these vines. Mary, you're still going in front? I'm just going to cut the little door open and then and then let someone else go inside because, as Renette pointed out, I do not want to step on a rusty nail. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've said before that I have a Swiss Army knife in my purse. Is that true? I think so. I'll, I'll be, like, assisting with the one of the little knife parts. And then I, I switch also... it to the teeny tiny scissors for a second. And then I go back to the knife because that was just for the aesthetic. Has some tiny knitting over. scissors. So like, nice. why not? Let's just break out all of our random sharp tools. I stab <laughs> it with an awl. Perfect. Teamwork. I also have a hori hori that has a little knife on the side if anybody yeah. wants to use that. Well, that instead of using the murder weapon. <laughs> why was that your first thought? It's it's very well. Kudzu is very hardy, and this okay. is a it's a pretty small little. It would take us a Kick long. Kick the time. door down with my barefoot. Barefoot. I said me. I'm cool. I could do that. I have boots. Okay. Oh, so you're gonna kick the birdie. You're, <laughs> birdie, you're gonna kick the door down. It just keeps escalating. Um, I'll I'll try and kick it so the kudzu comes off of it. I guess if it's like. Is it locked? I don't know what you guys are doing. I mean, it's you're, you're fighting the vines. Locked. Yeah, you're fighting the vines. You've done that successfully. Okay, I'm just trying to open the door. Okay, so you're in front. I guess so. Damn. <laughs> All right. Make us really nervous with those questions. <laughs> yeah, come on, Jonah. Why you got to ask those questions? <laughs> Why you gotta make us clarify and think about our actions? For real. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure you wanna drink that milk? Here, let me just. <laughs> yep. Just making dice noises at us to scare yeah. us. Well, Birdie, <laughs> you reach out and touch the door, and it doesn't swing open so much as detach completely from its hinges and fall off to the side. And since you're in front, there's more than just old antique gardening tools in here. There's something that you can see, but the others cannot yet because you're in front. It's a decaying remnant of Elysian Fields past. What is it that you see? And I will say that your encounter with that strange dog thing under the stairs comes to mind funny you say that i was going to say some sort of odd altar to very blurred shadowy pictures of a thing with dripping candles and dripping old candles dust cobwebs and splatters with an old decrepit book in the front a book you that's cool mm-hmm Fascinating. Georgie, by pure happenstance, you happen to be the first person to poke your head over Bertie's shoulder, and you see this book, and it reminds you of something. Now, first of all, going through your mind is the little bit of occult influence that you have had over the past few months, a little bit of the emotional trauma that you have suffered. And when you see this book, something comes to mind. There is a secret that you have been keeping from your friends. And this book reminds you of it. Do you know what that secret is? 
Georgie has been having weird recurring dreams that seem a little too intense to actually be dreams. And they're kind of like varying versions of that, um, the shared hallucination they had on the ship where they were on a ferry and then it was an old ship and they talked about the Christmas dragon and then all the weird clues that have been surfacing since and sort of adding to that knowledge um and she just has was unsettled enough to kind of keep it to herself while she is figuring out what it is yeah this is probably not the time to share that information but you and birdie being the first two to see this book are certain that it is a clue for this murder that you are looking into right now now mary and renette the two of you i believe still have your starting sensitivity rating and are maybe not as open to the occult as these other two. So maybe Renette and Mary, you think, oh, an odd book in the shed. I bet this has something to do with it. Seeing it and touching it does not make your skin crawl the way that it does to Bertie and Georgie. Hey, look at that fucked up book. That's weird. Anyway, <laughs> bad book, bad book. Nope. Mm-mm. Bad, bad book. What this bad book? book? Nope, don't touch. Nope, this, this book touch that it. I'm pointing don't at touch. over nope. your shoulder. Okay. That one uh-huh. right there. Yep. Weird. I'm anyway. Just getting a, <laughs> you know, weird flashbacks to the. You remember the weird fucking man dog bird thing? You mentioned that. Yeah, I'm just getting. I'm just getting like bad vibes, man. I think those mushrooms are hidden. I lied to you. I didn't take any. Oh, I was God. going to save them for that's later. evidence. Yeah. Uh, also that. Mm. I love this, but I feel like I need to get a closer look at that book. I'll do we it. Have, we have gardening gloves. Do you want to, somebody want to put those on and I'll open the book? Sure. Why mm-hmm. not? I'm not getting any weird vibes. Why not? I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. It's dusty as fuck. I don't really want to touch it, but like, sure. I put on some gloves and I, I, if there's dust on the cover, I'll do like a little little blow on it, like a to see if there's a title I can find. This is this is a journal. Mm. This is an old journal. You're just gonna pick it up. You're just gonna flip through it. Um, I haven't p- picked it up yet. Okay. Um, right now I'm just looking at the cover. I'm not gonna move it from its place, but if there's any, if there's a title on the on the cover, then I'll read. I'll. Take note of that. If not, then I'm going to flip to the first page without moving the book from its place. Just the cover is moving. Yeah, I think that what you can tell just by sort of getting close without, like, getting all up in this book's business, the cover is probably leather. It's probably old. You've seen old books before, and this looks like it. Is it human leather? You know, that's a fine question that maybe you can't determine right here, but certainly that thought goes through your mind, because why wouldn't it? Mm, Yeah. It's also not dusty and dirty. Oh. Huh. Now that you sort of pause and look around, yeah, this is definitely an old shed, and there's a lot of old, dirty stuff in here. But this little altar looks like it was maintained. Is there, are there other entrances into this shed? Besides the door that was covered in vines? No. That is spooky as fuck. Okay. Oh, God, there's probably a trap door under me. I back up. You're doing more? You said you were maybe going to start to look into it? Open it up Um, and look into it? Who's Necronomicon? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't doesn't say that. It does not say that. (laughs) Yeah, uh... You know, I, I think I do get at least get to flipping to the first page before I... I start to think there's probably a trap door under me and I and I lose my courage. So yeah, I flip to the first page. When you just open the front, it looks like a hand-drawn map of the local archipelago of the islands. I take a picture. You can see that a, a couple of the islands are marked. So there are some dates in here. There is an island far to the north. Looks like it says like 1920s. And there is uh, the letter L circled. That might ring a bell. Maybe it doesn't. I'm not sure. But there are a handful of others. 
that have markings, uh, including one that's not too far away, and it's the most recent date that you can see. Uh, 1992 is written next to that island. SOF is circled next to it. That island that you went to for the wedding, where the wedding chapel was, that island also has a circle around it. So you're taking a photo of this? Are you picking it up? I take a picture. Okay. I do not pick it up. I take my phone. Again, not moving the book from its place. Only the cover has moved. The top cover. And I snap a picture. Is your phone working? Mine is. Nothing has uh, compromised my phone yet. Yet. Is Am I just standing in the doorway kind of like watching this hall or can I see into the shed? Yeah, I think the four of you are all kind of like almost shoulder to shoulder peering in. Like nobody has said that they've backed away significantly. So I think you're all kind of huddled. With my spidey senses, I believe my spidey senses are in order to sense a communication with voidy weird things. Would I be able to get that I should take this book with me or that we should leave it be? Like, would it be helpful for communication in the future or is this something that we should not fuck with? You're leaning into your occult move? Yes, I think so. If that doesn't seem like a bad idea. Well, it's it's just for the, you did say that it was just for this mystery, but Birdie doesn't know that. I should say that you feel as though it does function mechanically as a clue for this mystery. It's not that it has no relevance outside of this mystery. Gotcha. But it's also not a void clue. Going back to the occult move, are you mm-hmm. saying that you want to roll to see if this is could be useful for supernatural communication? Is that you're looking for insight or are you looking for what are you looking for? I was for? looking more for insight and like trying to tap into that communication I had. You don't need to roll for that. Okay. You're pretty sure this could be used for that. If you knew what you wanted to do, you would mm-hmm. then roll to try to use it to do the communication, not to determine whether it could be used for that. You think you're pretty sure this okay. is creepy enough that it could be used for something if you knew what it needed to be used for. Ladies, I'm feeling like this might be this might be more important than just for us right now for the investigation, but also important for the investigation. I don't know. This has got a lot of vibes going on. Does anyone want to, you know, piggyback, throw some ideas out? Should we? Yeah, what does it say? What does the little book say? I can't see it from here. It's got this map and there's some islands marked. Seems to go back to like the 20s, but also a little bit in the 90s. Those were wild days. Well, can I... Can I see it? I I, 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 t- I took a picture. I'll send it in the group chat. Or you'll look at it on one of our phones because yeah, you have my, a flip phone. My phone doesn't do that. The circle up north the at the top of the map, does that match our void clue map? Is it the same? When Georgie looks at it, is anything sparked in her memory of the map that they, the previous map that they found? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That one all the way up towards the top is the island Mm. that is not there anymore on modern maps. I wonder if that's where the Northern Lodge is. The most northern Uh, it's one. I think the L could stand for Lodge. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm thinking, what does SOL stand for? Society of something? I don't know. Now it sounds spooky. That sounds spooky. Society of... Wait, wait, wait. Freak, what did you say? Freaky stuff. S-O what? S-O-F. And what was the year on it? 1992. Oh, this is making me think of something. Oh? So, you know, my daughter owns that new B&B in town, right? The new fancy yeah. hotel. Yeah, you where, mentioned that. Where I got the scones for us mm-hmm. the other morning. Well, I was up here helping her a little bit last summer. We were doing a lot of remodeling. And we were pulling the ceiling out of the attic and a whole bunch of papers and random old money and all kinds of things were just floating out of there. It seemed like somebody had been stuffing things in there. But I found a journal in there 
and I didn't really think much of it at the time. It was completely written in Spanish, which I thought was fascinating. But I went ahead and read it. And I thought I was going to find something really cool from, you know, from like the super olden days. But it was from the 90s, from 1992, actually. And it was the journal of this man who was an FBI agent. And he was actually in um, a standoff somewhere around here. I think probably just north of here in 1992. And the people that they were having a standoff with called themselves the Sons of Freedom. So that could be SOF, right? Hmm. Yeah, so this whole story, I thought it was probably just, it felt a little bit like somebody just writing a little fantasy novel, you know, but it was written in journal format. And the FBI agent was saying that himself and all of the other agents who were there kept seeing different things. The standoff lasted for like many days. I don't remember how many, but it got to the point where people were feeling like they were hallucinating which now that I know that this place grows mushrooms so well, that makes a little bit of sense, honestly. But um, they were saying that they were having hallucinations, like where they were seeing big monstrous forms in the water and tentacles coming up out of the water and things like that. It sounded so silly to me. I didn't even really think of, you know, I didn't think much of it at the time. But then on the last night of the standoff, they kept hearing all this chanting coming from around them and then just an unearthly screaming and then complete and total silence. And so then when the agents actually entered the compound after there was no more resistance, I guess, they just found a a massacre. So the floors, walls, ceilings, just completely coated in blood. Like, you know, like, more blood than there should be yeah the people who called themselves the sons of freedom were just they were torn into little bits like there wasn't even a lot of them left to kind of identify really i mean it seemed so silly at the time i didn't really think to bring it up because i thought it was just somebody practicing to be a stephen king kind of writer or something yeah that's that's spooky yeah, that's interesting. I, I do seem to recall that happening in the 90s. Not None of those details, of course, were ever shared with the public, but I do. So I only knew about the movement and the standoff, but that's interesting. So this was a true, real thing that really happened here? Georgie says it yes. is, and it is. Yes. That's a history that group, teacher right there. Yeah, yes, and that the group existed and they there was a standoff, but all the other details I couldn't. I would have no way of knowing what is going on in this town? Culty stuff. A lot of murder. Yeah. yeah. It's a good question. We're kind of trying to figure it out and also yeah. not think about it at all. But like, it keeps finding us, you know? Just keeps happening. You know where these things don't happen? My ranch in South Texas. That sounds so pleasant. Me and my horse buttercup, we just ride around. We never see anything spooky. There's no tentacles. No, not a single tentacle? You have a guest room? I have so many guest rooms. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Good to know. Well, you know, if we need to like escape the town, uh oh, our last vacation crying. didn't go so well. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, second time's a charm and and uh, all that. Yeah. Can we get out of this shed? I feel like I feel like the trap door is going to open under me any second now. Are we leaving the book here or taking it with us? I kind of want to take the book. I know that sounds bad. I know it sounds like the things. I I actually am leaning toward it. I mean, it makes my skin crawl and I swear I hear whispering. Okay. Okay. But I kind of feel like we need it. Okay. Okay. Birdie back out a little bit everybody else back out a little bit i'm gonna hold birdie's hand through the doorway so that if i if a, if a trap door opens from removing the book then you can pull me back okay okay we're gonna yeah. do just a quick yoink and sure. get out of there okay wait wait, wait. yeah do we need do we need to pick this book up if we're um, taking it then yeah so like i kind of get the feeling that it's a surprise tool that's going to help us later. 
Okay. I have a serious question because I thought we were all just going out for wine and we were doing a little bit. Y'all were going to pretend you were judges. And now somehow I have ended up in a coven of witches. Are y'all witches? No. Oh, well, no. I mean, I mean, I'm not to mess with this occult stuff. Well, I mean, I like crystals and stuff, but it's not like we're choosing the occult necessarily. It's kind of just like, besides us picking up that specific book, don't even worry about that part. It's more like, it's kind of like happening and we're just kind of trying to solving the, the mysteries of it so we can and then stop more... the murders. So you're not yeah. choosing the occult, the occult's choosing you. Yeah. The occult is just happening. bad when you yeah. say it like that. I'm going to stand over here while y'all touch that creepy book. <laughs> okay, Birdie, you ready to do... Re- you ready? Hold my hand tight. Don't let me go. Oh, I won't. I won't. Now I'm doubting you, but I'm not going to voice that doubt. Okay. Yoink! Yeah, you've got this book. No trapdoor has opened. And I'm out of the shed. We are all out of the shed. Everyone is out of the shed, yeah. <sighs> How do you how do you carry the book around? What are you? Are you what are We're you not touching it, it with our bare hands. No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still what? got gardening gloves. Who's gonna? I believe I've established it... I have a huge bag. All right. Huge bag. Wrap it in a handkerchief, a like a giant giant handkerchief. Anyone got a picnic blanket we can wrap it in? Georgie, can you knit a blanket phone. real quick? Just <laughs> real quick. That's not how that works. <laughs> I have a I have a scarf though. I, I, let's use that. And I'm glad that you offered your bag because I really didn't want to curse my yarn by sticking it in my knitting bag. So yeah, Pearl, I will Pearl instead uses that. Yeah, I will instead sacrifice this scarf to the cause. Thank you. Moving around a little bit, securing the book, moving out of the hidden path, the exit to this path right into the back of Eugene and Oscar's yard. From where you are. The path opens up and you do have kind of a clear view of the tarp. It looks like someone has moved it around a little bit. And there are a couple of legs sticking out. Hey, just down the driveway, here comes Pickles leading the garden walk tour. Looks like they're on their way into this yard. Didn't Oscar say that he was going to take care of Eugene's body? Well, we we weren't going to move it. We were just going to cover it up. But and it then seems... we put some signs or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there, there are some signs. Yeah. yeah, like pesticides or whatever. Don't yeah. don't go near. There oh, are there's some also yeah. visible legs. How about this? Somebody distract that group while we go cover, recover that body. I'll go distract. Yeah, Excellent. you know what you're doing. Yeah. I look very official running around with no shoes on, too. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And right, we have committed crimes before so that i have tweaked I guess. my hair i'm sure i already did my part of touching stuff i don't want to touch uh so somebody else cover the body okay give me your give me your gloves oh yeah okay give me gloves i'm just gonna like try and tuck the tarp a little bit birdie you're tucking the tarp uh Renette, I mean, how bad is it it's like your the legs are fully sticking out or you know it looks like maybe a two-year-old came and moved it around and so like the feet are just kind of sticking out a little bit it's easy enough to retuck oh my god so yeah is there anyone around that's fascinating are you paying attention to the tarp and doing a good job of hiding the legs or are you going to stop and look around Oh, is anyone covering me? Come on, please. I'll cover you. I'll cover you. I'm investigating something that is between blocking the line of sight from the tour group to Birdie. Mm-hmm. It's just something in that middle ground. Mary has run up and is distracting Pickles and the whole group just long enough for Renette, you to get into place and to further block any sight lines and Birdie, you to reach over and tuck the tarp in which I guess just leaves Georgie to sort of look in other directions. Like, hey, up at the neighbor's house, which would be uh, the Broadbent's house, that whole top window, you can't quite clearly see from where you are, but it might be that uh, the old widow Broadbent is staring out the window into this backyard. It's hard to tell. She's behind kind of a sheer lace curtain. 
You're not quite sure about that, Georgie. What is clearer to see is Ken coming out of the backyard in uh, Old Lady Broadbent's house, sort of looking around and making his way out. Hey, you've covered up the legs, though. That's gone well. I'm just going to jump ahead about five minutes, where the four of you are out in front of the house. Pickles absolutely believes that there is some pesticide going on, and is uh, you can hear that he has not brought people close to the tarp. So that, that went well. And so the four of you have this moment out in front of the house in the cul-de-sac. There are some, some folks over at the refreshment table now. You can see that Flossie is leading a tour group on the other side. And Mary, that's when your phone rings. When someone calls, does their name come up? Have you figured that out? Uh, yeah, my daughter put that in for me. It's Annette. You're the publisher of Estate and Country Magazine. Your boss who hired you to come here. Uh-huh. And do I need to continue distracting Pickles and, and Co.? No, they are good. They are good to go. Okay, I will pull out my little flip phone and unflip it. Hello? Hey there, Mary. How are you? Hi, Annette. Good, good, good. All good, good. here. Nothing's going on. Great, great. So we've received a complaint about your behavior at this event this weekend. <laughs> I got a call from someone who's very insistent that uh, there's some things that are a little irregular. So we're just going to make a little change about how the contest is going to go. So, you know, at the end, you go ahead and make your little speech, point out that everyone's done a great job, and the change is just going to be that you're going to let everyone know that we're going to announce the winner tomorrow. You don't need to worry about announcing a winner today. Mm -hmm. We'll just mm -hmm. take care of that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And just exactly who called you? It's just someone connected with the Garden Walk. Someone okay, great. And what did walk. they say exactly? You know, we can go into that in a few days when um, when we have our next meeting. Okay, perfect. And then who's going to be the... Um... Who's going to be the winner? You know, you don't need to worry about that anymore. Just, like, tell everyone that they did a great job. It was all very impressive. And that uh, the, the official announcement will be tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. You can tell me who the winner is going to be. We're going to make that announcement tomorrow. I think your job right now is, uh, is just to be present, to be uh, an official presence for the publication uh, and then just continue to remind everyone that they're doing a fantastic job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't even want to do this. You called me and begged me to do this. Right. Yeah, I think that we're just going to, we're going to make some changes about this event moving forward. I do appreciate, you know what? Bradley's calling me again. I got to go into this meeting here, but thank you so much. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll so talk it up. I'm going to do in that for sure. I'm going to tell mm -hmm. them all that they all won. Okay, bye. And I hang up. She does not immediately call back. Fascinating. So do we think it was the murderer who called or? Flossie, right? Flossie. I mean, it could have been. It's it, got hear me out. It Flossie was probably Phoebe. Before. Mm -hmm. So you were saying like, oh, who's going to win? I got to be real. We're here for a reason. Do you guys remember that reason? Because it was quite a few while ago, moments ago, a couple days ago. Uh, well, we wanted we were set to investigate um, uh, how the, the the system is rigged. So it's pretty pretty interesting that um, you were sent here. You weren't even supposed to do this, I suppose, right? You said, and now they're not even letting you judge. Probably so there's bribes got, all around. Probably because I got too close to y'all. Mm. There's a lot of covering up. But covering up of what? It's just a garden contest. It's not that serious. You know, it, you would think that. But apparently, apparently, it involves murder and schemes and shenanigans and bamboozlement. And, and like a shit ton of money. And and shrooms and fens and um, and we don't actually know all of the circumstances because we weren't told who 
made the allegation or what it affects. We were just told that we need to find out. So listen, I am very friendly with Annette's assistant, Rodrigo. Maybe I could call him and ask him if he knew who was the one who took me off of the off of the judging. And maybe also ask if I mean, because obviously, if you're not allowed to choose the winner, they've already decided the winner. It's whoever gave them money. Maybe he knows who the winner is going to be. Should I try to call him right now? Yes. Mary, you have a quick call with Rodrigo. And what he knows is that Bradley, one of the uh, the higher-up publishers, delivered this news to Annette. And so Rodrigo did not intercept a phone call. Well, girls, bad news. Rodrigo didn't know shit. Final line, too. Yeah. <laughs> Rodrigo didn't know shit. Yep. Rodrigo didn't know shit. Also, I had to write down glitter is like dirt if dirt was better. <laughs> Happy to provide. I'm so invested and confused. <laughs> there's bribes, there's murder, there's cult shit. I, I hope you know that this. Jonah, the the stories that the tales that you weave are so exciting and intricate that every single mystery, I forget that we have to figure out who did it at the end because I'm like, oh, Jonah's left us a clue here and I know it's this one. And every single time I'm like, fuck, no, it was just us. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm just invested and enthralled and I appreciate it very much. (laughs) 